Welcome to S-E-O Conspiracy.com <laughs> I even forgot what is the topic of the day <laughs> with this intro. <laughs> you wanted sexy Aww. SEO, here's Judith. Bonjour, I'm so my glad dear. That you forgot. I'm, I've wiped all thoughts of anything else from your mind. All you can think about is that introduction that I gave you, mm -hmm. and not about domain authority or, you know, 200 ranking factors or EAT. <laughs> well, you're disclosing my, my top SEO myth because that's what it's all about. What is our are top they myths five? or are they truths? Ooh, we're gonna have to find out. Are they half myth? Some of them, maybe. Half myth, half truth. Half truth, because last week we disclosed our own uh, myth. It's not a myth, actually. It's for real. It's the best SEO strategy in the world it's since true. the beginning of SEO and until the end of, uh, of SEO. Gspot SEO is the way to go if you haven't seen it. Go check out the video, beef, the podcast before this one. G-Spot SEO, the way to go. Yeah, but we now, all need G-Spot SEO. <laughs> today is about the top five, because I need to be clickbaity a little bit. Top five SEO myth for 2021. <laughs> is this going to be one of those ones where you click on it and it says top five SEO myths of 2021. You click on it and you sort of, you listen to it and you're like, those aren't myths. They're just kind of. <laughs> Manipulated the word myth <laughs> to mean something new. <laughs> well, it, it's up to you, the listener, to figure it out. Mm. This is called SEO conspiracy. So the entire thing might be just a fake news or it might be for real. Up to you. you this is know. just our opinion. And... Uh, we're not Google. <laughs> we don't know. <laughs> okay. This is very true. We just have a lot of experience. Well, you have a lot more because you started in 1862 SEO. Oh, I lost her. Let me get her back. See, I'm going to have a do a little trick. Up, up, and she's back. Boom. Ooh. See, I, I'm not even gonna edit this one <laughs> it's part of i like live i i i live oh, mm, see i can't even speak i like doing live streams so why, because you why missed jump boobs, cuts. that's why you can't speak well after the introduction <laughs> i definitely can't speak anymore so do you have a my top five is not in any particular order actually it's just a, a well this is my pet peeve domain authority for sure but what is uh let's go with your top five well i don't know that i have a top five or but top three i or definitely i i am still irritated by lsi keywords so people keep trying to sell lsi keywords people have arguments on twitter about the validity of lsi keywords they're not a thing it's a myth it's bullshit. Move on, people. Um, domain authority also constantly. And wait, you wait, know, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. LSI exists. Do you know the story? LSI is a thing. It's no, no, 1986. The, no, 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 no. How how Google uses LSI? L latent semantic indexing. 
the way that latent semantic indexing works is based on a closed ecosystem of documentation. No, 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 the story, the story. Why did, because SEOs never read the end of the sentence and they create myth. The story is in the early 2000s, Google bought a company called Applied Semantics, which does LSI for advertising. <laughs> And it's the core of AdSense. So Google Inc. or Alphabet Inc. uses LSI for AdSense, not for search. I guess it would be classed as a closed ecosystem of documents. Yeah. And you can compare. You get a document and you compare to all the other ones. If you... I don't know that they would really use LSI for AdSense anymore they... because the ecosystem of documents is so big. They started it's an out, inefficient methodology. All I know is at the beginning, they used LSI and it's basically at the core, actually. Uh, they build on what applied semantics to build that sense. Today, no. I don't know. Don't forget that LSI, as we've <clears throat> just been talking about it, is LSI. <clears throat> but people sell LSI keyword research and LSI that's, keyword that's for search. optimization. That's See, but, but that doesn't mm, exist because no. latent semantic indexing, indexing is a thing that gets mm. done, right? Latent semantic indexing is not something that you then do use. You don't have latent semantic indexing keywords. Mm. I'll give that you... That isn't I, a thing. I can't share it publicly because uh, you, you'll understand when you see the website. It's an old like research website from some US university where you can test LSI. LSA actually, but simple. Latent semantic analysis, latent semantic indexing, uh, different processes, but different, part of, yeah, yeah, totally different. Part of, uh, but but nobody actually, the people who talk about it never never really tested it. Once you test it, you understand that it's so powerful, there would be nothing left online because they can't. They, it's it's really really powerful to detect anything that is not duplicated, similar. If I tell you how to make money on the web, mm. or if I tell you how to uh, get rich online, rich rich online, same thing. LSA, LSA detects that, that yeah. picks it up right away. Uh, AdSense picks up also. Uh, we were talking about GPT three, uh, the and it, it will detect it. GPT two it detects it. I well, tried GPT2 it. Well, GPT two is easy, uh, <laughs> yeah, but, but GPT three Google, Google creates a pattern, or, and that mm. pattern is what we're is what we're mm. detecting. Yeah, but Google search didn't detect GPT two, indexed it, ranked it, submitted it for AdSense, flagged in <laughs> like a couple hours. They were like, nope, this is not human. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, it's, I think, very difficult because the content that Google is having to go through and, and use an automatic analysis on, it actually goes through more than one layer of analysis. And it's that layering of analysis that mm. I think trips people up. It sounds sexy. It sounds appealing. LSI keywords. Ooh, the magic. But once again, people don't know what they're talking Bullshit. about. They don't yeah. know what they're talking about. People who use the word LSI keywords and LSI keyword research don't actually know what they're talking about. They think they do. 
I didn't know. I didn't know it was still a thing. I thought Bill Swalski killed it. <laughs> no, people still. We were arguing about it like three days ago on Twitter. Wow, yeah. that's that's crazy. Okay. It is super crazy, and really, it's kind of like mm. having an eighteen-year-old as a lover. You know, <laughs> somebody who believes in LSI keywords. They fumble around a lot, and they think they know what they're doing, but they really don't. <laughs> And bless them. Sometimes I just don't have the patience to explain to them that they don't know what they're doing, and I just have to walk away. Mm -hmm. um, okay. Oh, we'll go back and forth. Okay, you said one. I'll go with. Um, well, it's your top, so I'll go with mine. The domain authority, which is um, first, it was a score created by Moz which could be totally legit. You could do your, any SEO could do a magic score coming out of their butthole, okay? Doesn't matter. You're free, you can do it. Just don't claim, don't misunderstand with the fact that Google, um, first of all, Google interprets the web page by page. A domain mm. is just a page, bunch of pages linked together. The issue here, There are signals uh, about trust and authority and all that. that Google wants to, to analyze uh, th those uh, elements, but domain authority, uh, the, the score by SEO tools has no scientific value. There is no documentation. The, uh, uh, there is no proof, no nothing. It's built on, oh, I think so. I think that. <laughs> Uh, um, what we know is PageRank. If you want to yeah. know the PageRank, go to Majestic. Citation Flow is the closest thing we know uh, that is the PageRank formula. Yeah, both companies have tried to emulate the patents that Google has released, but I think that Majestic has invested more time in it. Um, unfortunately, I've not been as happy, shall I say, with Majestic of late. That As a tool, it's really gone down. But I wouldn't replace it with mm. Moz. I'd definitely be looking at Ahrefs with SEMrush as like a tag team. The problem with Majestic is the database is a little bit uh, polluted. But I compared with a, a new tool, a French tool called Babar, which also extrapolates the page rank. And some of the tools um, uh, that I use, um, you can all find them on fetch.seo.com. They They use the page rank formula. Uh, and I see maybe a couple of points of difference between Majestic and those tools that are supposedly more modern and stuff. So yeah, take it as a trend, not, not like as a specific score. And if you yeah. want to use those SEO tools, please use them on a page level. And please don't buy links based on the domain authority level. The page where you will have the link is what matters if you buy 50 bucks a link on forbes.com that page will not be linked from forbes.com so please yeah. tell me where is the domain authority if you have no links exactly the page has no value regardless of the domain forbes.com is a pretty authority domain i guess but it's so easy to become a guest poster on Forbes that yeah 50 bucks you get a link on Forbes now but yeah no, and no. for clients they don't know so I've seen masturbatory ejaculations on Twitter <laughs> about excited young PRs who are like oh I got a link here I got a link here and I'm like really that link came from 
a press release indication. That link came from press release syndication. You paid for that link and you paid for that link. So all of those links that you're being all, ooh, look at me, I'm so great about are actually paid links. Hmm. But it could be a paid links, even if it's a paid links within the core of the website, aka news uh, media outlet, what about in three years? Those big websites publish so much content and they're so big that yeah. most likely 80% of the content is not even indexed. And if it's indexed, yeah. it's not crawled since Jesus was born. So, mm. so you need to link the link always <laughs> and take care of those links. Uh, it's, it's not my website. Yeah, yeah, but the page host is hosting your link. So you need to boost it up. Link yep, the link. Absolutely. Link links link to your links. Link to your links. I like link the link. I, I don't like the links. Too much S. Ooh, too much S. <laughs> S. The um, okay, what's ASMR. your next one? <laughs> what is your is SMR your ASMR your next uh, what, no. what is that uh, <laughs> My next bugbear. Well, those those were two of my biggest bugbears. Mm -hmm. They really are. Um, and I think the my third probably no okay. close close to my top mm -hmm. in in my top three. My third most annoying thing is people who claim that um, all you need to do is use digital PR and that will build you all the links you could ever want in your entire life. <laughs> And that they have built tens of thousands of links this way and that there's no other way but their way and their way is the only way that is the right way. I'm sorry, but in lots of industries, you actually need to pay for links because I'd like to see you get one for a rehab facility, you know, and at a decent price because I'm not talking about doing 10,000 pounds worth of research, pushing it out to media, which is another 10,000 pounds and et cetera, et cetera. I'm talking about like, you know, if you're going to do 20 Ks worth of 10 or 12 links, then I can beat you at that. But I'm not going to count syndicated news content as a link, sweetheart. Mm. That's not the way it works in link building. So if you're going to go on Twitter and say, oh, look at the tens of thousands of links I built using White Hat tactics, you know, really seriously think about what you did and what failed, what you did that worked and what you did that failed and how much those links cost per link. I don't care because they created a scenario. If they didn't pay with money, they created, they baited, they, they, they created the f a framework um, to incite uh, outreach. Yeah. You pay, you spend time, it's money. Time is money. Is. So, so to do outreach is very time consuming. I've done it. I know where it started. It was my first job. <laughs> uh, networking yeah. be, before uh, you you are able to send a press release to a journalist. Uh, the data sh says um, a journalist opens out of all the emails a journalist opens eighty percent over eighty percent comes from known contacts. Okay, yeah. so if you are no not a known contacts in the inbox of a journalist, you have no chance. Yeah. So how do you become a known contact with a journalist? You need to network with that person way before, yeah. way before. Take them out for coffee. 
back then, back in the days, that's it was, what PRs are all about. Uh, back then, it was more like champagne and <laughs> stuff. Well, yes, obviously we can't do PR events at the moment, but yeah, um, yeah I've I've been invited out for lots of coffees, and I've had mm-hmm. you know Starbucks gift certificates sent to me. Um, you know, have a coffee on us. Well, twenty quid will buy you a lot of coffee. Um, but I, I get not that all a Starbucks. the time. <laughs> not a Starbucks. Yeah, that's like two. It's one coffee and a donut. <laughs> the, um, so I, I don't care what they say because uh, digital PR is like buying. I mean, you spend money. You don't. Yeah. If you if you do anything else than just just publishing content, yeah. You you spend money. You spend time. You spend resources to get the link. Exactly. Even before you need to craft the scenario uh, to to get the link. So, no, 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 no. The the thing is, um, it's. In, no, I'll talk about it for for my next one. <laughs> the where, where we should go from now about about links, but. Mm, well, it, yeah, I guess for for me. So my biggest bugbear is the lie that you're not buying or paying for links when you do digital PR. At its time, it's money, it's effort. You're buying the link in time with your, your relationship, in, in time doing the piece of research that is worthwhile to outreach. All these things are money. And I don't care who you are. If you're pushing out a pre- paid press release and then you're getting excited about the fact that you're on Yahoo News, think again, you bought that link by paying for the press release syndication. You know, it's the same with MSN News. It's the same with so many other places. You did not earn that link. You paid for that link. Mm. So stop looking down on link buying and start realizing that that's exactly what you're doing. If, listeners, if you want to throw up about press relations, bloggers, outreach, and all that stuff, Please read Trust Me I'm Lying by Ryan Holiday. <laughs> that will give you it's a tutorial on how to manipulate journalists and bloggers. His method mm. works, it does. Uh, it's it, uh, in six weeks you can get any blogger or journalist. Blogger is a little harder because they put their heart and soul usually into the blog, but journalists are much easier to manipulate. Yeah. Six weeks and that journalist will publish whatever you want. Don't trust me. Don't believe me. Read that book. <laughs> You'll see. Exactly. And, and, and that guy was spreading lies to to bloggers and journalists. You don't need to spread lies, okay? <laughs> he was really manipulating the whole thing. But the, whether it's legit or, or, or not, what you what you want to spread. Um, it's possible. Whether it's organic or not. Yes. <laughs> uh, okay, you said yours. Let's me, let me show you mine. <laughs> oh, baby. Let's go into the supposedly 200 ranking factors. Google had to remove it from the official page where it said, oh, our, our, our algorithms. Are, no, they were, it was singular. Our algorithm is 200 includes 200 factors. Uh, first of all, it's not one algorithm at Google. And yep. 200 factors, yeah, maybe in 1996, okay? Or maybe the PageRank formula is 200 factors. I don't know, but it's probably, they, they might not even know 
how many factors, or maybe that's the core, but what's, what are, compared to what? That's the thing. Okay, 200 factors compared to what? Uh, we're missing yeah. context here. What is it? Are what they, are they yeah. tiny little segments of it? <laughs> like, is it 200 bracketed mm. math formulas? Mm -hmm. Like, mm. And when I uh, hear or read uh, Google say, oh, no, backlinks is just one factor amongst thousands or 200 bullshit you have two main signals two main levers to pull as a seo not 200 not 2000 not 20 page content i mean the content that the page the content hosted on the page and links internal links and backlinks period yep. that's it if you suck at technical seo yeah you will be downgraded but you will not have brownie points if you are excellent. Uh, if you are good enough at technical SEO, if you let the crawlers do the job, they are much more patient than a human on a smartphone. <laughs> Let's put it this way. Yes, that's very true. What do you think about those uh, ranking factors? I think it was interesting at the time to create the myth, and, and it's not entirely out of place that there are 200 ranking factors. I mean, there are more. Um, and it's much more complex than Google has led on, but it's good that people understand the level of complexity that the algorithm is based on, because I really don't think people appreciate sometimes how much math is involved in just assessing one page, mm. let alone billions. There are more pages on the internet than there are stars in the sky. And our universe keeps expanding. Nobody knows how big is the web. You don't even know how to measure it. How do you measure it? No, like, you can't really. There's so much spam going up every day. No, but even the, the metric, like like number of pages, uh, octets. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and all those mm. poor orphaned microsites that are out there languishing. Space Jam used to be live. I don't know if it still is. I haven't checked recently, but... The very, 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 very old Warner Brothers <laughs> movie called Space Jam had its own website, and it was still from way back then. And you think about it, and people were obviously at Warner Brothers renewing the domain name, but not the domain itself. It, it languished unloved, but still live. Oh, I guess there's a new one. <laughs> <laughs> there is a new one. There's a new there's a new Space Jam movie, but the really really old mm. one was from gosh, I can't even think. And it had a website, and at the time, that website was revolutionary. But then when I looked at it about a year and a half ago or so, it looked so old. It's like GeoCities on steroids. It's really crazy. Even rotten.com does not exist anymore. Oh. <laughs> that was the first like scary website I looked at <laughs> rotten.com um, I'm with you on that one I'm with you on that one again in my opinion I'm not Google but what I see here the trend is and there was the update I guess last spring a year ago and it's a ongoing update well before it was okay Discovery of the URL, crawl, and all those indexing things like filters, calculation of page rank, all that stuff. And then final step, the URL 
URL returns into the SERP. Because the web is so big and it's growing so fast and 99.9% .9 is crap, they will not crawl an index anymore what is crap. Yeah. And they can even, the problem is they have to figure out the level of acceptable crap, okay? <laughs> and, and they want to predict, they don't want to crawl. So discovery of the URL and not crawl, crawl or, or, or trash. Yeah. Um, uh, it yeah. feels like they're struggling on that one, but... Um, Discovered not yet crawled is basically Google saying these pages are shit. We're not going to look at them and we know it. Because mm -hmm. uh, it's 25 billion pages and 90 billion links, spammy pages and links that they discover. That's what they discover and they penalize. <laughs> mm. And they let a lot more go through, obviously. Yeah. Yeah, so it's it's really, it's you know, it's a vast, a vast ecosystem of of websites, dead and alive. So if you think about that, the processing power required to leverage the algorithm against each individual page, no, you have to go through a series because you have to know. So how does Google know discovered but not currently crawled? How does it know that that is a shit page? Because it's already done a little bit of looking at it. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. But just by discovering uncertain patterns and certain, um, well, it's. It just looks at the link pattern and, mm -hmm. and you know, mm -hmm. it, it's discovered it's not currently crawled. They haven't crawled it. Mm -hmm. They haven't bothered to waste computing time crawling it. The, because they already know it's shit. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, obviously, it's not uh, working very well <laughs> yet because even the other day, I said, hey, my homepage is gone. Uh, you guys seeing the same? Yeah, my homepage is gone too. <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> so I guess yeah. it's, it's... Well, there are updates. <laughs> I've just I've been working on a deck for the last week and a half of um, things wrong with a website. And I've got one website where if the Google sneezes, the site catches a cold. You can see each of the Google <laughs> updates just in changes and fluctuations in traffic. Love Their it. rankings go down at the weekends. They drop uh, uh, off the face of a cliff. The rankings go down, go back up, go down, go back up. It's like looking at traffic, only it's not its rankings. So, you know, there's a lot that's going on with Google that we don't realize in the different layers of assessment of a page. But they can tell if a page is even worth their time crawling mm. let alone indexing so mm -hmm. yeah the, the the whole 200 factors it's it is a myth there's not one algorithm and there aren't just 200 factors but there's a hell of a lot that's going on behind the scenes mm. and you have what we call filters and uh, which on top of there are algorithms of course those filters but they they, they are more like macro meaning you, you could have one query with a specific set of filters and, and they do so much testing and they do so much stuff all over the place that it's again i don't at this point maybe 1996 up until 2000 google could have an overall picture of what was going on but now wow yeah. Now uh, it's a, it's a big monster that lives by itself, I guess. Uh, and plus, you've got the the machine learning element, so plus, it's no yeah. longer just an algorithm. You have an element where engineers can no longer understand or predict mm. how the machine will choose. 
because to a certain extent, they can't. I would go even beyond that. I think machine learning or deep learning and deep learning is the boss at Google. Oh, the, 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 the Terminator is running Google. <laughs> <laughs> this is why every so often we have to break free of the Google beast people and what? use another search engine. What was the place? What was the place? The ah shit, Skynet, Skynet, <laughs> uh, Skynet.inc. Yeah, Skynet is here. It's just that it's controlling whether we bake one person's cookies over another person's cookies. Do you have another myth that is? Part oh, do of I your... have another myth? Um, I don't. I think those are my biggest bugbears. Those are the things that kind of really irritate me the most. There is one that irritates you also. Nobody talks about that myth because it's a myth in itself. SEO studies. I study, I called, I analyzed 15 million URLs oh. and I found that blah, blah, blah. It was fun going back to those 200 ranking factors. Yeah, sure. It was fine 50 year, 15 years ago when Moz came out with this survey asking, a bunch of SEOs, what are your top ranking factors? And yeah, but that's, that's a survey. That's not research. That now people are throwing up two websites and saying, well, I did a re <laughs> I did a piece of research and yeah. that's not research. That's two websites. Two things. Correlation does not mean causation. That's it. Correlation. Causation. causation. Yeah. Uh, like my correlation friend. does not equal causation <laughs> just because something correlates does not mean that one thing caused the other. Uh, in other words, in plain, in plain, uh, uh, in plain French, French, I was going to invent the word Franklish. <laughs> in plain Franklish, if all the Nobel prizes eat chocolate, it's not because you eat chocolate that you become Nobel Prize. Yes. You eat a lot Absolutely. of chocolate. Are you a Nobel Prize? <laughs> Yeah, no, strangely mm. enough. I haven't checked if Nobel Prize winners eat the same kind of chocolate that I do. Possibly not. Well, figure out which chocolate they eat and maybe <laughs> you'll you become another. Might be spunk. <laughs> I did buy some spunk while I was in Helsinki. It's I don't just know milk what that chocolate. Is. Oh. Milk chocolate. It's weird. Just all the names for things in Scandinavia are very weird. I bet <laughs> it looks, yeah, the language from a far away looks weird anyway. Well, it's just, it looks like it could be English, but you're like, no, no one would ever <laughs> use that word for that. No, that's not English. That's got to be another language because if you have used that, you really seriously need therapy. Well, it's maybe they spoke English a long time ago and then the aliens came in and changed the language. <laughs> More likely their language influenced English. Uh, Vikings, they were there before. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Um, the Jutes, the Normans, the Angles, mm. the Saxons. When we spoke about it with Bill Falsky and we, we came to an understanding, or basically in this, we'll not go into the scientific method, but mainly you have two ways to look at something like that. You go to a path and then you take right, trying to make the answers fit the questions. Uh, That's yeah, yeah. your SEO study. Or you take the path and you turn left. You don't even know if you're going to find something. It's just it's research uh, yeah. and, and you don't know. So very easy to do a SEO study that will have the answers fit the questions. 
very easy. But that's not scientific. That's not the way to do it. No scientist will proceed that way. So SEOs put it that way. Yeah, sure. Can you, is it interesting? Why not? It's worth to look at. Should you build your strategy on what SEO studies uh, tell you and believe that the secret of SEO is discovered because of SEO study? I was going to make it... Uh, uh, one of the myths on its own, but I'll just include in this one, like the 200 word page per average, oh, because yeah. they analyze that on the top 10 URLs, an average had 2000 words and plus. Makes no sense. It's about intent. Yeah. Be relevant. Relevancy is more important than the average number of words. You they do that a lot in gaming. They analyze the number of words that are on pages that rank well and then try to emulate that as though they're somehow gaming the search engine by understanding what it ranked well. But that's not the only thing. You're looking at one thing in isolation when you need to be looking at the whole. I don't have any example examples in English, but I'll find some. Uh, but I have one in French, which is um, loan calculator. Pretty competitive. Mm. The top six don't have any words. Just a goddamn good calculator, okay? Yeah, probably linked to from everywhere. <laughs> yeah. And I think that six or seven results starts. To, it, has, it has a good calculator and it has a, a big uh, SEO text, a Google text. But try, please, people, try it out. Yeah. Make a page with 2,000 words and that's it. And Call me if it's number one on a competitive keyword. Um, yeah, on a, on a website that's not like <laughs> exactly eBay or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, nothing else. Okay, just build a website, one page, two thousand words. Call me. <laughs> yeah, that's um, just not going to work. Without it's, it's uh, yeah, people are so ready to run after any trend mm. or anybody that in any way says, oh, well, I, I studied 3,000 sites and I found this. Well, you know, 3,000 sites is barely a drop in the ocean for the number of web pages that are out there. Well, the 2,000 sites was in 2001. Now, now they got computers with machine learning so they can go 1 million yeah. <laughs> easily. But even though well, it used to be that matter. you could watch the Google mm. algorithm update across the different, um, the different mm. databases. Mm. So as it hit each database, the search results would change. That's how small and localized the search results were. Now mm. it's all at once. And we see, what was it? We had the December core update. We've had passages. We've had all sorts of stuff changing. Everything is, is like, it's changing like crazy. This year we've had multiple unconfirmed Google updates. Well, you, you, you don't watch or listen enough to SEO Conspiracy. We spoke about this. Pragmakar Raghavan, the new boss in town. Yes. Yep. He's heading yeah, search, called... ads, voice, maps. Yep. Um, the the yeah, guys... it's all machine learning. Yeah, no, but the thing is, Jeff Dean and Ben Gomez were big fans of machine learning. So they introduced machine learning at Google. Guess what? Well, they didn't get fired, but... 
uh, Jeff Dean is into now AI, okay, the labs of, and, and, and Ben Gomez is into education. That's not a promotion, okay, from head of search. <laughs> um, and this guy comes in and he's a cleaner. He's the, the guy who is integrating everything, making it work. He will figure it out, but he, he's yeah. breaking Google on purpose. So it's going to be an ongoing update for the next couple of years. Yeah, there's no reason for us to try to disentangle what actually isn't based on logic. Mm. It's not mm -hmm. a single thread of logic. There's no. just no way to t take a study of three websites and in any way draw any conclusions from mm. that. So you're you're starting off with mm. a bad strategy to begin with if you're basing it on what somebody found from you know, 20 sites that they analyzed. I saw one study that looked at six websites and said, by doing all of these six websites in the same vertical, but localized for different local locations, we could see that. No, you can't. <laughs> all right, enough bidding on the ranking factors. <laughs> Just uh, remember, content and links, that's what it's yeah. all about. Speaking about links, it's missing in my final one, which is very controversial because it's a half myth. <laughs> it's half true, half myth. EAT, big trend mm. in SEO today. <sighs> Guys, it's a concept for quality raters. What, are, what do quality raters look like? They don't look, they don't audit the website. They look at a, a result, a SERP, a, a query, and they say, is it good overall? Yes, of course, behind the query, you have individual uh, URLs, but they don't look at something very important for SEO. What did I just say? Links. They don't look yep. at internal linking and they don't look at backlinks. So EAT is only on page, not even on yeah. site, on page. Yeah. And what's all about establishing whether or not you have credibility to rank for the query that you're ranking for. Mm. So if I do a search for, I don't know, if I do a search for makeup bag, do I really want um, a, a search result from Pledge who make like dusting mm. polished stuff? No, but they might sell a bag that has been made up of whatever, you know, made up of plastics and, and fabrics. Mm. I don't know. You know, it, it, it's not, you have to have authority in the area. You have to have expertise in the area. You have to be topically aligned. It has to work. You could try to fake it, but when a search query analyzer comes along and says, right, I've done the search for makeup bag and for some reason pledge was in there. Well, that's bad. You know, that doesn't align with mm. what the intent of the search was. And that's what they're measuring. They're not going to rate your website and say, oh, well, that's a good website. You should rank that higher. But they do. They just aren't doing it mm. for that reason. They do rate the quality of the search result, which includes your website. Mm. But they're not saying whether or not your website deserves to rank. It's a very different perspective. Very dangerous to buy your, base your SEO strategy on something that comes out of the quality, the the, uh, the quality raters guidelines, especially yeah. that that the first document, the one the one that's first it was disclosed like under the <laughs> like it was by accident, by accident. Yeah. But now they even throw it out there, um, especially when you know that quality raters will have to validate the experiments of machine learning. Yep. 
uh, that's a specific brief, okay? You guys are going to look at those queries where we tested out uh, the, this new data set and, and yep. very specific questions that we don't have. Also, the, the problem is, yeah, sure, it's, um, it's good to, to have all those different elements that uh, are recommended by, by the, the, the preachers of EAT. But now I'm asking the question. Let's go into uh, your money, your life uh, yeah. diet. Are you relevant because you have five PhD in nutrition or because you lost 15 pounds in 30 days? or even 30 pounds in 30 days. And according to Google, both can be mm. experts. So you can be an expert because of lived experience. So Google mm. does allow you to be an expert because of lived experience. But YMYL pages are always going to come under a higher degree of scrutiny. So a, a quality rater that's looking at the search result that this guy who lost 30 pounds in 30 days is ranking for, they are going to check whether or not he is an expert or an authority because of his experience anywhere else in the web, or is it just that one website? Exactly. It's the ecosystem again. However, so it's important to keep it in mind, but it's not a strategy. It's like saying, hmm. do you remember when Hummingbird came out hmm. and all the, all the agencies were like, get your website Hummingbird ready buy our package today. Um, and I was like, you, it doesn't work that way. Hummingbird was an utter refresh. They they replaced the engine in the car. There's nothing that your website could have done differently that it wasn't already doing unless it was already doing shit, in which case it could have just done better. No SEO but, saw Hummingbird anyway. <laughs> Nobody saw it. <laughs> they announced it. They say, hey, it's in place. for the. And they were like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> because And so agencies, of course, scrambled because they wanted to sell because... Mm. They weren't able to retain, so they had to sell to new clients. So, you know, this whole, are you hummingbird ready? You know, are you prepared for passages ranking? And you do see agencies to this day saying, oh, are you ready for the passages ranking update that Google just released? Well, no, we're, we're, we're fine because it's not indexing changes. Mm -hmm. It's search result mm -hmm. changes. So it, people are trying to scam all the time, unwary small business owners because those small business owners don't understand that the changes that Google is making are not going to necessarily penalize a site. Unlike Panda Penguin, etc., Fred, etc. Moreover, you have a lot less and you will well actually you don't have any more of those big manual filters like Panda Penguin and you might not have them anymore ever. Yeah. Because they um even if you have those 90 billion links and 25 billion web spam pages, if you look at them, it looks like they didn't tune the tool since 2004, okay? <laughs> if you have a WordPress site, go into the spam, the AKISMET or whatever, that plugin, <laughs> or go into your Gmail spam, but, and you'll see that it's not very... Not a lot of finesse in what they do. If yeah. you don't need to be, people get penalized today. Either it's really 
bad luck. It's manual penalty. Those are still going on a little bit. Yeah, Not as much, but they will always be there. But the algorithmic penalty, you need to do a lot. Like, like you need to deserve it to be penalized, usually. Uh, of course, your website might not be aligned with the evolution of the those ranking factors or yeah. the worst kind. It's not uh, official penalty. I call it the loss of uh, legitimacy or authority. Yeah. Yep. My, my, my French SEO blog is affected by that because I don't update it since forever. And little by little, week by week, month by month, you lose ranking. Little, and if you don't do anything, it will uh, go down until nothing. But um, yeah. if you publish, if you give it back some love, rebuild the website, publish some more contents, do some more links, it will pop up back up again. Like, see, links and content, that's all you need. Mm -hmm. Even if yep. you don't refresh the website, the it will formula. work. Yep. Refreshing the website is a bonus one, but it will not. You can refresh the website and not do any content and links. They won't do anything, okay? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, very true. Okay, we drilled down uh, some some good uh, conspiracies over here, I think. Absolutely, yeah. Uh, some falsehoods that people are peddling as though they're truths. The scary one, the scary part is that, for example, the 200 ranking factors or domain authority, they or LSI keywords. I really thought LSI keywords because I don't, I don't know where you look, you see them, or maybe I don't look. Uh, you know what? I don't even go on my Twitter timeline anymore. So I just look at the notification because the mega thread is taking, taking, taking over uh, Twitter, my Twitter. <laughs> um, but maybe I need to look a little bit more at what people are saying about SEO because I, I really thought the LSI was not a thing anymore. So LSI keywords was like three days ago. Um, Bill Slosky was told by someone that he didn't know SEO or he didn't know anything about SEO. That was a funny bit of mansplaining. Mm -hmm. I mean, it was really, it was someone trying to mansplain Bill about something that he'd written about like 10 years ago. Um, so that, you know, SEO Twitter is a fun place to learn about how stupid people still are. Well, you're on Clubhouse. <laughs> that's, that's also a good sample. <laughs> Mostly my Clubhouse these days is wine. Uh, maybe, maybe that I'm, will be I'm more. I'm going to work on my WSET3 because I'm tired of people not able to pigeonhole me because of <laughs> my extensive wine knowledge, but I don't have a formal qualification because I've just trained move. up in it uh, over many years. So uh, yeah, I got tired of it. You should, you should. Uh, I think, uh, yeah, chocolate and wine. You told the story, we'll tell it another day again. Why, why, do you, why did you become so famous first in chocolate and eventually in wine? <laughs> well, wine is obvious, you love wine, so <laughs> why not? <laughs> well, I, I love chocolate too. It's just that why? I brought the whole chocolate thing to exactly. the fore. That's a lovely story. But that's a story for another podcast another day because it's already 40, 47 minutes now. <laughs> oh, baby, we're getting longer. Yes, we see. I improve. I can last a lot longer than I used mm. to at the beginning. That's, yeah. that's why long-term partners um, are always better. Again, if you don't understand what we're talking about, go back to G-Spot SEO right before. 
And uh, usually I say, I didn't say it last time, actually. Usually I say what we're talking about next time. Maybe we can pick it uh, now. Why don't we talk about, we, talk, we spoke about it. Um, it's not a myth. No, we can't do uh, something like that. We, did we talk about what's left of Black Hat SEO before? No, I don't think there's much left of Black Hat SEO, but hacking. But I don't think we have, so we could do Black Hat. Okay. What's left of Black Hat SEO? And what is Black Hat? Is there really such thing as Black Hat SEO? Uh, like yeah. you said, are there really hackers and the rest of us? Until next time, until the next podcast, thanks for watching, listening, wherever you are. Thank you, Judith. And thank you. <laughs>